Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. And if you're listening or you are retuning in, you're probably wondering, whose voice is this? My name is Elise, and I have the privilege of interviewing Kristen Hill, um, who is normally the host of our podcast, and she's going to be talking specifically about godly beliefs, and we're in a godly belief season, so I'm so excited to be able to hear from you on this. There's no one better that I could think of that would be able to talk about godly beliefs. Thank you, Elise. Welcome, Kristen. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited to be here. So what you got for me today? Okay, well, I think I'm going to start off by asking asking, what is the practice of godly beliefs? Like, what are they? And why are they important? That's such a good question. So godly beliefs, honestly, I think I should start out with what is not a godly belief. Because anything that doesn't line up with God's word, his nature, his character, like, we shouldn't be thinking. And so a godly belief is aligning ourselves with God's heart, God's word, his nature, his character, and... Um, The reason why this is so important is because as followers of Jesus, Jesus did this. And even when he was tempted on the mount by Satan, remember? And he would tempt him, tempt him by saying like, why don't you turn this rock into bread? And Jesus would always go and quote scripture back to Satan. And I think godly beliefs are truly quoting God's words over our life, over our heart, over our circumstances. And it's so important because if we want to defeat sin, if we want mm-hmm. to defeat our flesh, like we have to speak God's word over our life. And it is one of the most, in my opinion, important weapons that we can wield in our Christian faith. Ooh, that's so good. And do you think that in order to make a godly belief, mm-hmm. what do you do? <laughs> like do you like do you just open up the Bible and you're like, oh yeah, all right, pick this scripture and how does that work? So I think the most important part of creating a godly belief is actually knowing the ungodly belief that you are hearing, whether it's was spoken over you, whether it's something that you've just been hearing in your own mind, and whether it's something that culture has been just bombarding you with. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times we just wanna we hear something and we know it's not true, and instead of addressing it, we just shove it down. Ooh. Because we're like, oh, I know that's not true, so I'm not even going to deal with it because I'm better than that. I know that's not what I should be thinking. But that is actually the worst thing you could do because every time you shove it down, it's just going to pile up and pile up and pile up and pile it up, and that voice is going to get louder and louder and louder and louder. So anything that you're believing, hearing, seeing that does not line up with God's word that you know is a lie you need to bring it to the forefront. You need to actually take it and focus on it and be like, okay, what is true and what is not? Because the most mm, hurtful ungodly beliefs are the ones that have a little bit of truth. Those are the ones that are the hardest because I think sometimes we like to think as Christians it's just black and white. But most of the ungodly beliefs that I believe have a little bit of truth and that's why they're lingering. Because like I can kind of be like, oh, it's not right. But then there's like, that little bit wrapped in that's like, ooh, but is it a lie? Is it not true? And so we have to actually look at it. Okay, what is true about this? What is not true about this? And then actually how I like to form it is stop. Like, okay, if I can go to God's word and be like, what does he say about this? So if there's a verse I can just quote, so let's say I'm hearing you're always depressed, you're always going to be unhappy. Okay, 
I could go to God's word. I mean, we have Google, for goodness sake. I could be like, yes. verses about joy. You know what I mean? And I could be like, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You're always unhappy. No, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You're going to be in it. No, like you just say it and you say it and you say it. Um, sometimes you're going to need someone to come alongside of you and pray. And if it's like, I don't know if, I don't know if this is ungodly. I don't know the godly truth of this. Get a mentor, get a Christian friend, ask someone to point to a verse, pray with you, get a godly belief. And something I was always really curious about too was like, okay, ungodly. Okay, everyone's listening. Like, okay, that makes sense. But I was like, but how do I really know it's ungodly? And a mentor told me, if you can't say, and that's the way Jesus wants it, after it, you shouldn't be believing it. So that is so helpful and so good. I love <laughs> yeah. the part about you know, sometimes bringing a godly mentor or friend into. Mm -hmm. Because I know I've had some ungodly beliefs that I'm like, I don't know how to sort this out. I need some help. So I'm I'm so glad you brought that up. So would you share an example from maybe your own life when godly beliefs influenced the lies that you were believing? Hmm. I feel like, let's be honest, they're always there. (laughs) Like, I feel like I haven't arrived. Like, I'm not... I feel like there have been seasons of different ungodly beliefs but every time that it's, it's a constant it's a battle it's every day like there's not a day that goes by that I'm not tempted to believe or listen to something ungodly and shove it back down mm. um but I don't know the most recent one that I can think of is when we were starting the Hebrew campus um we had a worship director who was in place he was here for a long time and then he ended up moving on right before we were going to open the campus and so it was just me and the children's director and we were searching for a worship director and we're it was in the middle of covid and we're about to do grand opening and i just kept hearing the lie you're cracking you're gonna crack you're gonna fall under this pressure like it was like this constant barrage and i remember just like ignoring it ignoring it because you know it's like okay it's not true but is it true like am I gonna crack like am I gonna crumble and I just remember it getting louder and louder and louder because I just kept trying to ignore it but the first thing I did after it got so loud and I was just I was getting really depressed I was and I was so afraid that it was true so I remember just getting on my knees and um being like okay God like what is true and here is the truth when you look at God's word and he doesn't promise that he won't give us too much like he doesn't promise us perfection he doesn't promise us that everything's gonna go our way all the time and so knowing that truth it was like I was just such a perfect picture in my mind of we are a vessel right Mm. and we are the clay and God is the hands there's that verse in the Bible like he's molding us and I just feel like I was, I am cracking. Yeah. <laughs> but it, in God's word, it says, when we're weak, he is strong. Mm-hmm. And his light can shine brightest when we are weakest. And the more, even if I was cracking, good. Because the more light he will be oh. in me. And I just remember that being my battle cry. Like, okay. Because I think the enemy wanted me to believe and be scared of cracking. But it's like, so what? So I crack. God will shine more through me. Yeah. But then after getting on my knees and praying and searching my heart and God's heart, I confessed it. I think a second piece of ungodly beliefs, and it goes back to that mentor thing. Mm. I remember just after I prayed, talked to God, going to John and being like, I feel like I'm cracking. Like, and I know I'm going to be okay, and I know God's got me, but 
I just want you to know, like, I feel like I'm going to fail. And just that second piece of, I had a godly belief, but then confessing to somebody that I really respect, like, this is what I'm actually believing and him being able to hold me accountable and also speak truth. Yes. You know, it was so powerful to me because I think a lot of times when we do confess, they just, I mean, what did he do? He looked back at me and like, I feel that way all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you can relate. (laughs) Yeah, and it was that two-pronged process just truly set me free. And it wasn't that I didn't hear it, but it was almost like a mosquito now that I could flick off like, okay, like, yeah, whatever. Like, (laughs) God's got this, and it's going to be fine. Even if I cracked and crumbled, like, God, God is sufficient. His Holy Spirit lives in me, and my name is written in the Book of Life, and that's worth celebrating and all that I'm living for. So, wow, that is good. so good. And I love like that the God, the ungodly belief, no longer has power when right. you went through that process. Like it's like a mosquito, not like a giant shark like eating you. You yes. know? Yeah. So it sounds like you've done this quite a bit in your own life, and probably helped a lot of people. Um, so what? fruit have you actually seen from practicing godly beliefs i feel like the fruits of the spirit like if i'm just going to simplify it i have more joy love peace patience kindness goodness gentleness self-control i genuinely i have more space to love god and love people in my mind Mm. there's just more space to live out the great commission like i i can't emphasize enough because i think so often we spend so much of our time truly shoving things down, ignoring things, um, or meditating on the ungodly thing and believing that that's who we are. And all that time's wasted because what is it? It's selfish. All of it's Mm. selfish. All of it's sinful. All of it's self-meditating. And godly beliefs are so important because it takes your eyes off yourself and it puts them where they should be, which is Jesus. So I love that, especially the part about uncluttering your mind. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way, but like how much more free space yeah. do you have and capacity <laughs> in your brain when you're yeah. thinking about these things all the time? Oh, that is so good. Um, so what advice or steps would you give to someone who is struggling with believing lies about themselves, other people, or God? And I know you kind of talked about the process, but I don't know. Are there any tips or tricks you would share? I think... I think there's two different people. I think let's address, if you've never done this, Mm. you need to seek somebody who you know. Look for a Christian who's free and they're doing it. You know what I mean? If they are living out the Great Commission, which is making disciples, if you see a Christian who is free and full of love and joy, like there's not doubt in my mind that they know how to renew their mind. Mm -hmm. And so I would seek them out and ask them to help walk you through this process because sometimes we need someone to, I can talk about it, but sometimes you just need someone to walk alongside you and show you. And I would just challenge them to actually confess like, hey, this is something I want to do. Will you show me how to do this? Will you show me how you do it? And different Christians may do it a little different way. Like it's all Coke. I might do cherry Coke. You might be Diet Coke. You know what I mean? Like it's just all different versions of renewing our mind. But, um... But for somebody who knows how to do it, um, you have to keep doing it. Like mm-hmm. if you're struggling, like it's because you're neglecting um, being obedient to God in this way. He doesn't say like sometimes once in a while you're gonna have to renew your mind. <laughs> no, like we have we need to renew our mind. Like we have we have the mind of Christ, so that like 
we have the power to defeat the enemy in this way. Like, mm-hmm. here's this gift that I feel like God is so freely holding out for us, and a lot of us are just ignoring it. Oh. We're like filling our hands with other things. And it's like, the mind of Christ is ours, but we have to do the work to have it. And we have to do the work of little by little, day by day, keeping thoughts captive, and not ignoring the duty that God has called us to so that we can honor Him, but also bring people with us. Yeah. And I think in our culture and society, I mean, we see it everywhere. There's depression is skyrocketing, anxiety is skyrocketing, and I think it is because um, there are less Christians in the world, but also because there are Christians who are not um, living this out and for the most part probably just don't even know how to. But for those of us who do, and I fall in this category, we just have to do it. And Mm -hmm. we we need to know that we never arrived. Like we've never like get to stop doing this. (laughs) Yeah. I love that reminder. Because I think it's easy to be like, oh, I got that godly belief and mm-hmm. now I'm saying it and I'm good. Yeah. And I think we both know, like, as we follow Jesus, he continues to open up and reveal more opportunities for Absolutely. us to come to him with, with these things. Yeah. So how would you say we can point others towards godly beliefs? It's kind of cool that this happened today because I... I think a lot of times when it comes to pointing other people to godly beliefs, I think there's, at least in my life, there's this, or tell me if you think this is true with culture, like, just listen, Mm. just be kind, just encourage. But I think the most encouraging, loving thing we can do is pointing out ungodly things people are believing and pointing them to the truth. Like, I would hope you wouldn't just listen to me ramble on something that's just really ungodly and let me live there. I don't want to stay there. I don't want you to stay there. Right. And I think we're called to um, not just look, like people are in a pit and just look down and wave and say hi. We're called to like get dirty, get down and reach and bring them back up. And I so I think tangibly that means speaking truth and love. Being Mm -hmm. like, hey. And I, I read an email on parenting Mm. And it talked about when kids say I'm stupid and like, you know, a lot of times you make a case like, no, you're not. Like, what is I'm stupid? It's an ungodly belief. Right. No, you're not stupid. You're not whatever. Like, here are all these reasons why you're awesome. And like, no, what you're supposed to say is like, it's a good thing I don't believe that. Like, here's the truth. And so as friends, when leading people to godly beliefs, like, it's a good thing I don't believe that. Like, mm. what is, and then asking them a question, what is true? Yep. What is pure? What is noble? What is right? Right? And having them come to that conclusion. So. Awesome. (laughs) I love it. I cannot wait until this episode drops and I can just put it on repeat. (laughs) Thank Thank you you for sharing that, Kristen. And thank you for letting me host today. Oh my goodness. I was so excited. And just so you know, Elise is excellent. You, You practice this in your own life. And when I was saying like, find somebody who just shines bright, like, I, I think everyone would agree who knows you, like, it is clear that you practice this in your own life and you have so much more room in your mind to focus on Jesus and love others. And it's, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Oh, thank you. And I would say the same about you, girl. And yeah. it is a beautiful thing. I think learning the practice has been a huge blessing in my life. So Absolutely. thanks for teaching us all about it Yes. Today. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. So the challenge for you. I want to challenge you to think about what you're thinking about. If there's something that doesn't line up with God's word, his nature, or his character, and you can't say, and that's the way Jesus wants it after it, think about it, write it down, and find a verse um, that you can start praying and speaking over your life. If it's too big, if you are lost and you're like, I just don't even know if this is true or untrue, 
find somebody who you admire and is following Jesus wholeheartedly and ask them to walk alongside you to help you start forming godly beliefs and renewing your mind. Excited for this season, and I'm so excited to continue learning alongside of you. Bye, fam. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.